0: Welcome to Obsidian's new podcast, Off the Rock on the Record, where we'll host different members of our Rockstar team sharing their insight and expertise on a variety of topics in the public relations and communication industry. Searching for insider tips on national pitching or event planning? Interested to know how we do things at Obsidian? Well you might learn a thing or two by tuning into these insightful conversations. So let's listen in to what the team is talking about today on Off the Rock, On the Record. Alright, so I'm sitting here today with Taylor Jolly. She is an Account Specialist at Obsidian. She's actually been with the firm for two years now. Uh, she's a South Florida resident, an Auburn grad, and a former Nashville resident. So talk about a journey to get to Memphis. But we're so glad she landed here. After graduating from college, Taylor actually moved to Nashville to start her own business, which allowed her to gain valuable experience in ma- experience in managing and growing a business. But with her passion for PR and communication, she decided to leave her business in the capable hands of her partner and take her PR skill set into the agency world. Business companies, and she's a bit of a podcast junkie herself, so I think she's happy to be participating in one herself today. So, hello, Taylor.
1: Hi, I am really excited. Like Carrie said, I'm kind of a podcast aficionado, so this is my first time being on a podcast, so I'm really excited. Really, my journey is kind of unique, and it's different from everyone else's at the firm. Having owned my own business, I really learned some valuable lessons about day-to-day business operations. I learned that I really enjoyed the marketing side of my business, and I loved promoting my business and what we did. It was a house cleaning company, so it wasn't the most easy to promote, but it gave (laughs) me some really great challenges and helped me learn how to communicate about a business. But what I quickly learned was business operations put communications at the end of your priority list. Often, yes. So making sure that you have employees to clean houses, making sure that you have your schedule managed, making sure that your website is operating, all of those things came before my ability to post on social media or to share information about my business. Uh, So that ultimately led to me deciding that I wanted to work for a firm because I really wanted to be able to focus on the communications efforts and not the day-to-day business operations. When I started at Obsidian, it was a really fun journey because I had a really wide breadth of clients. Mm -hmm. And I was, so excited to see what I was good at and what my niche was. And I found that I was having success and I was getting really excited when I was working for nonprofit and business to business clients. Oh, that's awesome. And I think that that really came from my background in owning my own business. Specifically with those two industries, you are working with people who, just like I had, have so much on their plate Mm -hmm. and don't really know where to start. And so they see our work as an immense value, which obviously makes it a lot more rewarding.
0: That's true. So
1: what would you say is a skill that you've really
0: sharpened since being at Obsidian?
1: Right. So I think the biggest skill that I've sharpened as a PR professional and just as a person in general is the ability to listen. Good point. I've I've learned, especially working with nonprofits and people who have so much going on, that sometimes what they tell you they need and what they actually are communicating they need are two different things. So much of my work really comes from just asking how things are going, because mm-hmm. I'm able to really derive what they need as opposed to what they're telling me they need, um, and and that has helped me too in my personal life, being able to listen to others and mm-hmm. understand how I can better serve them and be a better friend, a better wife, a better sister. Um, so listening is definitely something that has, flourished uh, at Obsidian.
0: That's that's true. You know. When I was, uh, you know, first out in, in, or when any young professional is first out, you know, you, you have this kind of like desire to show what you know, and, and you want to speak up a, a lot, and, and you're, you know, you're just eager to show and prove what your knowledge is and that you, you have a right to be at that table. But honestly, as you mature as a professional, you talk less yes. and you listen more. So that's a good point. You do work with several nonprofits and that you enjoy working with nonprofits. And um, nonprofit PR is something that's much needed. So, um, I'm, that's kind of the topic to talk about today. So, what would you say that nonprofits need, or why would you
1: say nonprofits need PR the most? Yeah, so nonprofits, it's uh easily understood that they rely on donors. So they Mm -hmm. need people to support their business or it doesn't run. So they're not bringing in money um, in regular means by selling materials or commodities. They need donors. So that is a huge challenge for them to overcome. You have to know who cares about the work that you're doing and then being able to communicate to that audience exactly so a nonprofit organization that supports children in education is going to have a very different donor base than a humane society right so understanding what those audiences are looking for and how to tell your story um, is so important nonprofits are also smaller so they have a staff of one two maybe four people True. if they're if they're large so getting that word out there and finding the right person to tell that story is really hard I really think that nonprofit organizations benefit from having an outside PR person because they sometimes get what I call story fatigue. So you're doing great things every day. You are helping people and you don't even realize that you have this amazing story sitting right in front of you. So when you have an outside PR person or you're working with a PR firm, we're able to identify that story and say, hold up, this is not just everyday operations. This is a story worth telling. And then we can capitalize on those day-to-day opportunities.
0: That's right, because we are by our trade storytellers and you know they're so they are by trade impacting the people that they're working for so yeah us working together with them um, allows us to find those those great stories for media what would you say are some of the challenges that that nonprofits need to overcome you mentioned you know obviously staff
1: limitations um what are some other challenges yeah so there's i think there's the main three that everyone thinks of so time they have a lot going on like we've mentioned a couple different times they just have so much to do, and communications can fall to the end of their list uh, money. Hiring an internal person is expensive, and I've True. seen a lot of nonprofits that have come on with us have said, we've tried hiring an internal person, but to afford it, we have to hire someone fresh out of college who's either not able to self-manage, doesn't know the market, doesn't understand their business, and really just isn't a good fit for them. And also, I think one of the biggest ones is competition. There are so many nonprofits, especially in Memphis, speaking to our market, uh, there are so many nonprofits doing great things, so how do you cut through and find donors? But one that I think people don't talk about all that much is nonprofits, I think one of the challenges is they don't realize that communications can solve some of their biggest problems. So they don't see communications as a solution, they see it just kind of as one thing to check off if they can get to it. True. Um, So if they can overcome the hurdle of realizing that communications are important, I think that they can kind of solve all of those other problems. So we're talking about what they can achieve
0: today um, in spite of these challenges. you know, What are some of the big results that they can um, get through communication? So talk a little bit about this. Like, How can they do this? What,
1: what are some of the things that they could do? So before you even get started, you have to make sure that your organization clearly defines what it does and who they need to communicate with. So you're gonna have a couple different audiences. You're gonna have the audience that you serve. So is that people who need jobs? Is that mothers who need childcare? Is that families who need food? And you need to be able to communicate to those people so that's one communication plan that you need to have set already then you need to define who is my donor who's going to give me money to help this go keep this organization going and you need to have a separate communication plan for them and honestly that donor communication plan may be five different plans because you may have churches that want to donate to you and the way you speak with those churches is different You may have civic organizations who want to donate to you. And the way that you talk with them is different. So being able to identify your many different audiences, what you do, and how to share that message with them is the first step to having great results. Um, But from there, I think nonprofits, they really have the best ability to to share their story. Exactly. Because they have have people. It's based on people most of the time. Or animals, which (laughs) we know. um, Everyone loves. Creates great stories. So... After you have those plans, just really embrace what you do and don't be ashamed to share your successes and your stories. I think a lot of people that work in nonprofits are, you know, tenderhearted and they tend to not focus on themselves, but you got to self-promote because what you do, I always try and remind my nonprofit clients of this, what you do is important and it is valuable and it has worth. And if you don't share that with people, you can't continue to do the work that you do. Exactly. Right. And, you know, talking about
0: sharing those stories, you know, when I think some people or nonprofits get so caught up in because they have to, like you said, they're limited staffs, they're wearing multiple hats, they get so caught up in the everyday um, operations. You mentioned as just as a business owner yourself, you get so caught up in your what you have to do to keep the business running that you don't make communication or marketing or promoting yourself a priority, but they have the opportunity to showcase what it is that they do the impact that they are making through stories and through media relations which only just help bring more people to their cause so um you're right you have to kind of take that time out and um and kind of focus and it is possible through um you know like media relations that doesn't cost a lot of money um if you partner with a pr firm of course you have that that but you know just Telling your story—it's not like you're. It's not like buying advertising. You're not having to put together an advertising budget to be in these certain publications. And most likely, your story is more impactful mm-hmm. than an ad would be anyway. So right. I think that that's, media relations is definitely yeah. something that nonprofits should look to do. So what are some of the tactics um, that PR, you know,
1: nonprofit PR people can
0: t- take advantage of?
1: Absolutely. Um, and I think media relations, like you said, it's a huge one. Right. I'm um, just kind of spreading a wide, casting a wide net, telling great stories. I find that. Um, With my nonprofit clients, whenever I get no's from media, it's not a no, we're not interested. It is a no, we've done so much recently that we have to spread the wealth. Right. So uh, media is interested in your story and what you're doing, especially if you're impacting community issues like poverty, health, education. Right. Um, so just keeping keeping your nose to the grindstone and working on that. Um, but social media, I think, is something that's enormously impactful for nonprofits. Good point. So just pull up your social media and think about how many stories you've seen of a soldier surprising his daughter at her high school football game. Or of a woman who's learned to walk after she was in a, a life-threatening car accident. Well, what you don't realize is some of those videos are created by the nonprofits who made those things happen. Right. You know, and those things go viral, and then that can lead to media relations because the Today Show now has an entire segment based upon viral social content. Exactly. So you can leverage social media to really expand your reach and to share your story. Um, one of the most impactful things that I always promote with my nonprofit clients is community partnerships. So the way that I look at nonprofits are obviously each organization has their own niche but all of the issues that they're working to combat are connected. Uh, For example, one of my nonprofit clients is HopeWorks, and they work with individuals who are trying to secure meaningful employment. Well, if you're trying to secure meaningful employment, that often means that either you're unemployed or you don't have employment that is meeting the needs of your family. And that creates a whole other set of issues. So you need childcare, You need help with food. You need help with getting to work. You may not have a car. And so partnering with other organizations in your community can allow you to create a network that fully helps people so for example if HopeWorks was able to partner with an organization similar to like a Big Brothers and Big Sisters where they could offer childcare for parents while they are able to enroll in HopeWorks classes well that solves two problems for people right and it also provides a mentor for children so working with other organizations that don't necessarily serve your same sector well they serve your same sector but they don't necessarily solve the same problem right can be really impactful and it can create meaningful partnerships um, because you're not competing necessarily on ter- in terms of services, but you can help each other. That's a good point. Um, and I, I also think too, speaking opportunities are a huge uh, thing for nonprofits. So part of part of the struggle that nonprofits have is uh, credibility. They want people want to donate to organizations that have credible, uh, executives. Right. So, if your executive director can get out in front of people at churches, at civic organizations like your Rotary clubs, your Kiwanis organizations, uh, the Chamber of Commerce events, if you can get out in front of people at those organizations, it builds your organization's credibility, and it also can reach some of those donor bases that you're looking to target. Good points.
0: Wow, that I mean, honestly, that's a great. Those are just some elements right there. Someone could just take and it would improve. Um, you know, they would give them plans to lay out and just really take a step out there in in doing public relations um, work. So, um, <clears throat> so I think we've talked about a lot of the keys to success. Um, maybe you could um, recap some of those, or let's just talk about final thoughts in terms of the keys to success successful PR efforts for nonprofits.
1: Yeah, so I can keep this brief. Um, know what you do, who you serve, and who gives to your organization and speak directly to them. Create a plan to do so. Base this communication plan on data. So if that requires surveys, make sure that you're, what you're doing is impactful. Uh, follow that plan to a T and evaluate constantly. So if something's not working, don't keep doing it. You have limited resources already. Change what you're doing and try something new. Um, and be persistent. Don't give up on something just because it didn't turn out the first time. Um, if, if your pitch doesn't land, try again with another reporter. Um, I think one of the things that are important to remember is you are small, but you are mighty, and you make a difference. Nonprofit organizations have an enormous impact on the community and really can change the world. Um, and you have a story worth telling, so don't give up. That's really what I would say. To wow, nonprofits. that's
0: awesome. Taylor, thank you. I mean, such passion. You can tell that you have a passion for working with nonprofits. You have um, kind of a plan that you help these these nonprofits follow. This is great advice. And uh, so thank you for sharing your insights with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, and we'll definitely have you back on. Thanks. thanks.